The Terrible Warriors receive support from listeners through Patreon. Patreon supporters get named in games, gain access to special privileges on our Discord channel, receive postcards in the mail, and can sign up for a private monthly gaming group run by one of our Terrible Warriors. Consider supporting us today at patreon.com slash terriblewarriors. Today on the Terrible Warriors, when we take a break for the summer, we tend to throw a bunch of extra content your way. You see, while we've been running this last season, in the background, Tom, he's an evil genius white, has been recording these games of his. He gathered friends of the show to play a game of Dungeons and Dragons in a story that he's written entirely on his own. For the next two weeks, on Tuesday and Thursday, we'll have new episodes from each of these campaigns. Because there's two of them. North of the Blood Wall is what you'll be listening to right now. And at this exact same time, South of the Blood Wall has also been released simultaneously. And on Thursday, both Episode 2s will be released. And next Tuesday, Episode 3, and next Thursday, the finale to both the North and South campaigns. Both of these campaigns happen at the exact same time. And that's why we're releasing them at the exact same time. And stick around. At the end of this episode... I'll give you a bit of a tease on what to expect when our season starts for real in September. For now, I hand the mic and the dice over to our GM, Tom White. Hello, welcome to Terrible Warriors. I am your host and dungeon master for the evening, Tom. He is an evil genius, White, from the web show Weird Video Games. And of course, this podcast you are now listening to with your ears, Terrible Warriors. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Dice Warriors. Joining us today are three terrible people. From the deep, dark internet, we have... That's that's you, Lewis. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, I see how it is. <laughs> I'm from the dark and terrible part of the internet, huh? <laughs> so, Admittedly, that's like 90% of it, but still. Yeah, tell everyone who we are. I am Lewis Linkara Lovehog. I do a web series called The Top of the Fourth Wall, where I review terrible comic books. Occasionally, I also talk about Power Rangers and other minutiae. And uh, we also have one of our favorite regulars. Hello, everybody. It's me, Cassie Toy Love Chew. Hi! Hi, Cassie! Hi! And finally, we have our old friend. Hi, everyone. It's Big Mike from D20 Live, as well as the 404's Improv Comedy Group. You can follow me, of course, at youtube.com slash d20 live, and check out all the shenanigans we get on to and up to over there. However, Tom has called me back from the actual deep, dark corners of the internet. <laughs> Hi! To, to, make th- to make funny, as he put it. Is that how I put it? Because, um, yeah, yeah, I can see that being a thing I yeah. would say, yeah. Um, Big Mike makes a many funny. Thank you. So, no, he was just blackmailing me. Yeah. <laughs> um, I guess we won't go into details on that, or otherwise it wouldn't really be blackmail. Uh, so today <laughs> wow. we're playing Dungeons wow. & Dragons, North of the Blood Wall. If our players are ready, we're going to dive right in. So, you've just yesterday come back from a successful adventure. Uh, you've saved a kid who was dragged away by a dire rat. Uh, it's the first work you've had in weeks, but it paid off nicely, and you now have a few extra coins to spend. You're all rested up, and now you're inside a tavern called the White Swan. It's the largest tavern in town, uh, although it doesn't seem so graceful as the name suggests. It's just kind of ordinary. It's, 
It's midday. Uh, the place is bright and warm. It smells like beer and wine and other such drinks that at this point are probably soaked into the walls and ceiling. Uh, you're all drinking some <laughs> ale that was offered to you on the house. Uh, there's quiet conversation from a number of groups scattered around, but there are quite a few empty tables. Uh, atmosphere's a bit of a lazy one. People look like they just have nothing to do and are just kind of hanging around. So can we? are we talking amongst ourselves now? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So here's my argument. Why do they have to call it the White Swan? Isn't that just inherently racist? Um, the barkeep had just approached as you were saying this. And she's uh, politely holding a tiny little chalkboard of sorts in her hands. Uh, she's got um, blonde hair and her ears are just pointed a little bit. Maybe not a half elf, but definitely part elf. And she says, is there anything else I can get you? Yes, my lovely madam. Of course. Uh, Tom, do you want us to introduce our characters as well? Oh yeah, sure. Alright, so for this one I decided to break out of my traditional mold and I am playing a half-elf, no not half-elf, I'm thinking, <laughs> halfling, halfling rogue, chaotic good alignment, named Garrett. And the rest you'll find out about him as we go along. And do you want everyone else to introduce themselves first? Um, uh, hey, why, why don't you just give her your order and then everyone else can uh, introduce themselves after. Fair enough. Korg, the chaotic good barbarian, suggests that you get something to extract his foot from his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> we're off to a great start. <laughs> All right, I guess that's how we're doing it. Uh, so, Cassie. <laughs> uh, I'm going to be playing uh, Celeste, the, uh, I'm the I'm the cleric of the party. I'm a half-elf. Uh, and I'm excited <laughs> Sit here and not get into too much trouble, you guys, please. <laughs> oh, just, or just you join wrong party. That is not at all going to come back to bite you. <laughs> I just reassuringly put my hand on Celeste's shoulder and say, Celeste, dear, no. Now, madam, <laughs> I understand you have a special going on today. Um, it's... I'm lying! <laughs> <laughs> we, we've got like a uh, a turkey leg and some uh, potatoes. Uh, if you want, some no, 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 actual food the special. Or... No, 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 the special, you... the drinking special, the hero's return special. I hear it's great. It's a bottoms up special. Five fingers. Does, does five <laughs> see five fingers suggest to me you're trying to steal something and. <laughs> No, no, you see... Or her husband all comes of us. over at this point and looking, like, really upset. And there is the other foot. <laughs> Celeste just kind of, like, looks over at, at the, uh, like, the, um, the, the barkeep and, and she's like, I'm so sorry. Like, mouthing to her, like, I'm so sorry. Can, I, I think you're, what you're saying is you would like a bottle of wine? Is, is the is the husband coming over a little more threateningly than I would like? Uh, no, he's keeping a respectful distance, but he's definitely suspicious. All right. Sure. Yeah. Let's let's start with that and see where the night goes. And I just kind of do the whole the the kind of the the the, the th I think I'm slicker than I am. Point my finger to my nose and then point at her and wink. Okay. Thing. So, um... <laughs> Which I have to describe now, because i got to get used to the fact that I'm not streaming this, but I'm describing <laughs> it, and it looks a lot more cooler. Okay, uh, but... it'll be four silver pieces for the bottle. Bloody hell, fucking inflation is a dick. And I pay. Okay. 
So just mark <sighs> that off. And uh, so she yeah. she goes to get the wine. Um, her husband goes back to behind the bar where he goes to cooking whatever he's cooking. Um, uh, a halfling gets up from a table full of laughing people across the room and heads your way. Uh, he's got a short beard, bright eyes, and a smile you can't tell is friendly or mischievous. Uh, he's a halfling and he's my own kind. <laughs> I don't trust it. <laughs> uh, actually, you recognize him. His name is Bingle, and he's the one who tipped you off about the missing boy. So, oh, God, that's a terrible name for a living creature. Bingle, old friend! <laughs> hey there, folks. Mind if I join you? And, uh, he just oh. climbs up onto a chair next to you before you answer. You already have. <laughs> sure. Hello. Okay, so listen, the boy's doing fine, mostly fine. Uh, the town healer said he can't recover his eye, but he's otherwise going to be okay. His ribs are already mostly healed, and he's not limping anymore. Uh, you know, his dad's a clothier who s- serves the local baron, so I'm sure he'll be fine. It all worked out then, eh? I mean, uh, you'd think the Let's baron... Let's rewind on a few of those details, <laughs> shall we? Yeah. What? The boy's ribs? How? No, this is me out of character. How bad did we fuck this up that this kid is in that bad a state? He was like that before you got to him. Like a, yeah, that's why child. I'm sorry about the eye. The diarrhea. That's what like, we told rat. them when we brought him back. Yeah. <laughs> Frick. The diarrhea like grabbed him and dragged him away, and you ran off, and like you didn't find out about this until like minutes later. Uh, just, uh, the the father came uh, panicking, looking for someone. This halfling knew you guys and came and told you. And so by the time you got him, he was already in rough shape, but they hadn't actually eaten him yet. So uh, you Good got Lord. him back safe. So you guys are heroes. Hooray. Well, I mean, an eye patch can be quite fetching on a young lad. <laughs> yeah, the, the halfling's like... Uh, I mean, you'd think the Baron would spring for a cleric to cast a spell and get his eye back, but you know how the aristocracy is. Anything it's called that's lesser restoration. Your... <laughs> it's not that hard to get. Anything that's not for your immediate family is considered charity, you know? Probably so, mm. so much of the upper class doesn't much care for the why, king, you know what I mean? So, why didn't they just ask me to do it? I would have um, just done it. You're, you're not um, powerful enough to cast restoration yet. Oh... Okay. Yeah, you're, you're kind of under level for that cast. No offense. Yeah. That's fine. fine. That's the facts. Yeah. I don't so, know. So listen, seeing as that information I provide you turned out to be lucrative, I think it would be in our best interest to help each other out some more, don't you think? Oh. Uh, look. Oh, I don't know, Kern. What's what's your what's your thought, Korg? <laughs> Korg, what's your thought? <laughs> You're very drunk right now, that's what I think. <laughs> no, no, I don't, I don't need your opinion of me, I need your opinion of him. He's not as drunk as you. <laughs> you. It's like, okay, look, look, I didn't want to ask for a finder's fee, seeing as a little boy was in trouble at the time, and time was of the essence, right? And I don't, uh-huh. I don't want to ask for one, and I'm not going to be a douchebag and ask for one now, because How that's much? not you guys agreed to. But if certain other information comes my way in the future, maybe we can work to get something out in advance so we don't have to have awkward conversations later when things are more dire, you know? Uh, okay, so here's what I propose. I'm to be your urban guide. For as long as you need my services, I go with you. I provide you with vital information, everything from well-kept secrets to intriguing gossip. I introduce you to the people you want to meet. I tell you where the best deals are. I even help carry your gear if you need me to. I assure you I'm well worth the price. My fee is just one gold piece per day. No, let's make it nine silver. There's three of you, so three silver each. It's just easier math. 
You know, and, and if you find any treasure or receive any big rewards, I reserve the right to negotiate a cut on a case-by-case basis. Two Garrett. silver. Two silver. And you pay for your own food. Uh, two silver each, so six? No, you get two silver a day. Mm. <laughs> okay, uh, roll a diplomacy on that. <laughs> God, I hope my diplomacy's good. <laughs> oh no, no. Mm-hmm. Okay, yep, yep. All right, this is gonna be. <laughs> so I rolled a six collectively with both my modifier, my skill modifier, and my dice roll. Which is par for me rolling, so we get it's good to know that roll twenty is working the same goddamn way it always does. <laughs> <clears throat> All right, he's he's like, okay, tell you what, um, six silver pieces, and and I agree, I pay for my own food. I never was going to expect you guys to pay for that anyway. Yeah, okay, I can work with that. Everyone else good? Mm. Okay, so um. Alright, so everyone mark off two silver on their uh, sheets for the first day. I'm sure I can do that somewhere on this sheet. Uh, Uh, It's in the inventory inventory tab. Oh. Ooh. Very nice. Very good. There's a tab? Yeah, if you look at the bottom of the Excel sheet, you can see the uh, tabs. Yay. Oh, neat. Okay. Is it? Okay, so listen, uh, here's what I've heard. There's this half-orc, uh, lives just outside the city walls for some reason, is a little reclusive. It seems he just recently came into a lot of money. He's been spending and spending it around town, and that's weird. He won't say where he got it. He denies even having any money, but he just keeps spending. He doesn't have any kind of trade or skill other than he hunts for his own food, and he's not exactly the most capable guy. This is a guy who got poisoned twice eating the wrong kind of berries. So, where did he get the money? So you're saying it's the drugs? I I don't know. Um, I can do some more digging for you guys, uh, and... No, I can I can go over and check. Do we want me to go over and check? Bang. I can find out. What? The the door to the tavern slams open. Uh, a soldier wearing the king's crest yells out, Your attention, please! The king is in need of your help. Anyone who can carry a weapon is asked to join with me immediately and come protect your king from those who wish him harm. Your loyalty will be remembered. This, you this said like rewarded? A- awesome! Hey, guys, he said Rewarded! There's, like, a huge commotion around the room. Everyone's, like, talking. Like, uh, the barkeep and her husband are arguing. Uh, immediately at a nearby table of three dwarves, one of the dwarves jumps to his feet. And just The other dwarves just kind of look at each other in disbelief and go back to drinking. Um, it's like... <laughs> a lot of, there's, like, a whole murmur around the whole bar. Um, so, what do you guys want to do? There is a chance Kor gets to stab things. I say we go. Kor, where are Fine. You know what? No, you don't want to go. What's wrong? Speak up. We're not getting paid. I don't care if the king remembers me. I'd rather he didn't. But fine, we'll go. Majority rules. I'm good. I was going to get my buzz on and rub, rob a trapper. Today sucks. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. 
<laughs> You're not that sorry. I can hear it in your voice. I tried. This must be very. <laughs> this must be a very popular tavern, considering considering this is the first place the King's Guards went looking for people. Well, yeah, yeah. it's it's the most popular tavern in town, and I guess this town is the closest town. Who knows? Which is why we shouldn't be be criticizing the names of the uh, of of the bards, Garrett. Don't tell me how to live my life and judge those who are my lessers. Okay. Okay. So, so I guess you guys are signing yourselves up for this mess. I guess so. I guess oh, we're abed- I guess okay. we're abandoning the trapper or plot hook. Okay. So uh... I figured they were going to converge later. <clears throat> We could split the party. <laughs> Always the best option. Uh, okay, so I guess he talked to a soldier. He says, yeah, there's a wagon waiting by the north gate. I still have to try to round up some more fighters. Uh, maybe there we'll be moving out less than an hour. Oh, wow, a wagon. I feel like I'm helping the nation. <laughs> okay, so... Um... <laughs> trying to think of something that I could say to possibly cheer him up, but I don't think it's going to work. I don't think anything's going to work. Yeah. Don't worry. <laughs> I'm happy, which is the important thing. Yeah, it really, it really is, Cork. I'm not going to lie about that. Okay, so um, so when you arrive at the wagon, there's a couple of guards from the town watch uh, standing by, but the soldier isn't there yet, of course. Um, there's a bunch of townsfolk uh, coming by um, just to like drop stuff off to uh, kind of, I guess to help anyone who is going out to fight, they've got like a bat. They've got actually multiple baskets with like food, coats, scarves, even like parchment and ink, whatever people have that they can um, give. Someone gave a couple of like little charms for luck and so on. Um, the dwarf at the bar is the only other person that seems to actually be waiting to get on the wagon. <clears throat> Oh, isn't our brave companion coming with us, the Mr. Information? Oh, yeah, he's with you. Um, oh, wow. Damn right, he is. We're paying, him, we're paying him six silvers a day. He better be coming with us. Yeah. Yeah. Better. Strangely, silently, he's just uh, tagging along. Um, and, yeah, before the hour passes, uh, a woman in her late 30s wearing rough, well-worn clothing comes running out of breath, and... Uh, and when the soldier returns, he, uh, he looks over everyone and says, uh, does anyone need weapons or armor? You Is guys it are free? All, um, we've got, like, some padded armor and spears. Oh. And, yes. <laughs> uh, you guys already have better equipment for that. <laughs> yeah, we do. I was yeah. going to say, I'm like, that sounds pretty meh. Yeah. yeah, well, the woman raises her hand and says, me, um... And Bengal's like, uh, well, I don't know how to fight. I'm just coming for assistance. And the soldier sighs. Is like, okay, this wagon can only hold so many people. If you're not coming to fight, you're not coming. Uh oh. Bengal's like, well, that's just great. Fine, I guess I'll wait behind. Hey, I hey, pick hey, up hey, Bengals, hey. and I put him on my back. <laughs> refund, refund, Bengals. If you're out, I want a refund on my silver. Hmm. Okay. Uh, roll diplomacy. Why? It's not gonna work. I'm gonna. Um, I have my diplomacy. It's. I, I'm gonna give you a really good bonus because he doesn't have much leg to stand on. I would hope. Freaking hell! All right. All right. I got. Girl. I got an 18 collectively. Uh, that's more than enough. 
All right. Um, so you've convinced him. <clears throat> Good. I'm minimizing my losses on this venture. <laughs> okay, so you all get on the wagon. It starts moving. Um, uh, so you're sitting on a wagon, just kind of waiting to see what happens at this point. It's kind of... Um, is the wagon moving? Like we're, yeah, we're the wagon right? is moving. You're all on it. Uh, there's Yay. like there's like spears and armor just kind of laying on the the flat of it. Plus, like all the supplies everyone uh, gave you guys. Um, it's basically just the um, it's the soldier who came and recruited everyone. The uh, the dwarf, the three of you, and you've got Bengal like by the scruff of the neck, basically. Well, we've gotten our money. I'm, I'm recording that we've gotten our money back, and I'm willing to let him go. You got your money back. I'm keeping him. Okay, Cork. You didn't. You didn't get your money back. You paid him, and he's. <laughs> you made him come with you because that's the deal. Fair enough. Hey, Cork. Okay. You finally got a familiar. <laughs> it is everything I always dreamed. Uh, it's sentient and talking too. Those are really expensive. You should take good care of him. And make sure he stays fed. Oh, I should. Yeah, I paid two silver for it. Yeah. I should mention to uh, Celeste that actually there are a couple of scrolls in there. Someone put a cup, um, like some magic scrolls in the baskets. Oh. Uh, for curing spells. So okay. You can uh, cast cure a couple extra times. Anything about curing are, eyeballs? Uh, are those <laughs> no? They're are those for ones. purchasing, or those are just? No, they're Forest. in the basket. Somebody just gave them. Uh, I guess someone from the temple decided uh, uh, you guys would need them. Oh, great. Yeah, I'll, I'll keep those on my person. Uh, so, okay, the dwarf introduces himself. By the way, I'm Baron. Hello. Uh, nice to meet you. Yo. The woman says her name's Riga. Uh, the soldier doesn't seem to answer. He's focused on driving the horses. Um, uh, can we tell what uh, if we're actually heading towards the castle? Um, no, you're you're heading out on like an old dirt road away from um, away from the city. All right. Well, I walk over. I kind of move over to the soldier and kind of make a on his helmet. Yo. Yeah. <clears throat> Question. Uh, yes. Where are we going, and what is wrong? Okay. So, um, where did I write this down? <laughs> Uh, okay, so King Philip was being uh, led on a diplomatic trip, and he was ambushed by orcs. Uh, at first, two tribes attacked simultaneously, and then a third. I can't really be sure how many different ones. Uh, his soldiers are well-trained and better equipped than those hapless things, but uh, there are just so many of them. His royal guard sent me and others to round up any reinforcements that can be found, even if just a few, they said, anything. This is the closest town, so I came here. Wow, the king's gonna die. So, <clears throat> hey, Korg, you get to fight orcs. Is that is this gonna be a thing for you? This is going to be a good day for Korg. <laughs> All right, at least some person's happy on this whole thing. This is actually the second wagon. Um, by the way, there's another one up, up ahead. I mean, I'm kind of just here mostly to make sure you guys don't get too hurt. So, it appreciated. Ah, oh, Celeste, how often do I get into trouble? Uh, let's see, this week... Uh... Okay, not counting the tavern maid, not counting the racial slurs, not counting the kid, and not I counting... I count by month. Uh, this week alone, 
by my count, uh, 17 times. Yeah, that matches up with my math, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, Baron, the dwarf, turns to Riga, says kind of bluntly, you, you don't look like you've held a spear before. <laughs> and uh, she sort of nods. Uh, she says, I'm a farmer. I've never fought before. Just, you know, a wolf or two, maybe. I'm not asking the crazy woman why she wants to commit suicide. Anyone else can't. So, Perhaps you should not be on this wagon, then. <laughs> yeah, so the dwarf's like, what are you doing this for? And uh, this kind of look of determination comes over. She says, okay, last year my husband got injured building a fence. He slipped on the ice and got a broken picket right through his leg. It got infected. Uh, he couldn't Sorry. work. We weren't sure how we were going to survive. Then a priest comes by, says he was mandated by the king to heal any of his subjects found to be in dire need. She stayed with him all night, made sure he could walk again. Like, if the king dies, what will happen the next time someone like us gets disabled? Like, who will the next king be? Will they be so terrible next time one of us farmers takes sick? That's very kind. No, that's kind of stupid. It's nice, (laughs) conceptually. Can I call it stupid? Is anyone else offended if I call it stupid? I mean, you could, but that's not very nice. I'm not a nice person. You could be if you wanted to. Like, I'm going to feel bad if I watch this woman die. I don't wish her any ill will. And I'm going to be depressed. Then don't let her die. Of course. What? Her dwarf is like, well, why are you guys coming? Cork as what? A buckler? Look how big I am. (laughs) Well, see, this one over here points to Cork. Uh, just wants to fight some things. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm I'm here to make sure he doesn't get too hurt. And this guy over here points over to Garrett. Is just kind of is with us. So I believe, in, fr- soldier, I believe in friendship and group cohesion. The soldier turns his head and yells, "Everyone, weapons ready!" All right. He looks okay. over and you see. All right, um, I grab my I uh, my great sword. So you look over, you see a wagon up ahead. It looks like it's the first wagon that must have been sent ahead before you left, but the horses are dead, still in the harnesses. Oh my two, god. There are two orcs ransacking it. Uh, there's food and other items scattered everywhere, and around the uh, wagon are maybe a dozen bodies, both human and orc, lying on the ground. Almost half of them are pierced with arrows. Uh, roll for initiative! Alright. But you can't hit that. Just uh, 1d20? Uh, plus your initiative modifier, which should be in the character statistics. Do, 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 do. Initiative yeah. 2. Where, do I, where are you? 1d20 plus 2 of my initiative where 2. Where are yeah. you? Initiative 16. It's hard to see where my initiative is. Where are you on the sheet? Uh. Oh. <laughs> okay, good. Okay, great. Everything okay there? Yeah, you found it's like initiative zero. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So what are they again? Uh, sixteen. I got an eighteen. Okay. No, I no, I didn't. I got an eleven. I got an (laughs) eleven. Three. (laughs) Three plus what? (laughs) Nothing. My initiative, my initiative modifier zero. So. (laughs) <laughs> Sorry, Mike, you said yours is 11? Yeah. Okay. So, uh, let's see here. 
Okay, so Korg has the highest initiative. So you may act. <laughs> All right. Thing. I point at one of the orcs and go, "You, you first. <laughs> and I uh, attack. Okay, so you're inside uh, the wagon still, so you're gonna have to jump off and then charge to clear the distance. All right, I jump out of the wagon first, then point, then run to attack. Okay. <laughs> Okay, so uh, roll for roll your attack. I believe it's Gorg. Here, ba 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 ba. Let's see, what'll that be exactly? I this is the problem with me only playing so often. I always forget which which thing I'm looking at here. You're gonna go to the bottom of the page where it says weapons. Okay. Mm-hmm. And where where you pick the weapon you've got, uh, just you roll one d twenty plus the attack bonus listed in the second column from the. Very left. good. Okay, I got this one and second. And you get plus two for charging. Oh, neat. So that's plus six then. Twenty six. I got a natural twenty. Oh. Natural twenty. Okay, re-roll that. Yeah, I roll again. Yeah, because c- you rolled a hit it. Um, if you get a natural twenty, you roll to confirm the critical. Ah, nice. Yeah. And same, uh, same thing, D20 plus 6? Yes. Yeah. 13. Okay. Uh, so let's see. I'm just uh, making sure 13 is enough for uh, a crit. Uh, according to my thing, I think it is not. Well, it's, it depends um, it, on the orcs armor class. Uh, ah, yeah. okay. Well, they're flat footed, Tom, because they haven't. Uh, it's still the first round of combat and they haven't moved yet. So. That's true. Okay, so we're going to call that a critical. Uh, roll 2d6 and add 4. Oh, wait, sorry, no. Roll 4d6 and add 8 because it's critical. 4d6 and add... How many did you say? Add 8. A uh, total of 21. That? Okay, so... Basically, you you bring your uh, greatsword right down uh, his neck and slice right through until he's like practic- almost split in half, and he drops and dies instantly. Jeez! <laughs> well, there's the bar for the evening. Car, have good day. <laughs> <laughs> Frick. Cork can go to sleep happy now. <laughs> okay, Garrett. Right. What? How do you want me to follow that up? <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to stealth, obviously. So let me double check what the skill is for stealth. I believe it's hide in here, right? Okay. Yeah. That's or move silently, whichever is. Uh, move silently would be more. Um, before you move, quick question. Uh, there's yes. only two of them, right? Uh, yes. Out of character, might be best to keep one of them alive so that we can uh, oh, you interrogate know what? them. I forgot. You actually have the cleave feet. Which means that since you dropped the ah! first guy, you can cl- uh, cl- you can uh, carry right through and hit the second orc. So, oh, neat! So roll a second attack. Uh, just standard two d six plus four. Yes. Sorry, uh, yeah, yeah, for damage. Okay. Uh, bop, 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 bop. No, uh, just the attack roll, not the damage roll. Oh, okay, the attack roll. So it's a d. All right, because you don't want to hit, you just get another chance. Bop, 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 bop. Are you serious? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, of the online he world, that is the second... natural 20. 
Man, I'm gonna sit back and sass. Oh, Nothing is gonna kill Cork tonight. I I'm not gonna make you re-roll and roll damage. I'm just gonna say he's dead too. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, there goes my idea of be safe. We should keep one alive to interrogate. Well, you, can choose, you can choose to hold back if you want to on your damage and just be like, I nearly completely killed him. But this I, point, I, I mean, would this like one... to uh, hold back if possible. Okay, well, okay, so he's not dead, but you slice through him. He dropped to the ground. He's unconscious and dying. Um, he'll require medical attention to stay alive, but he's All right. down. Well, so I'm, was... I'm applauding. Clark have really good day. Okay, um... Oh god, I'm wasting them now. <laughs> yeah, you are, man. Unless you keep getting 20s, at which point I'm going to scream at roll 20, because no one on my team has ever done this well in roll 20, ever. <laughs> <laughs> like, somewhere out there, Arcada is screaming really loudly, and he doesn't know why. <laughs> hey, Arcada. Hey, Arc. Um, Did you ever hear this? Okay, uh, just one second here. This Ray would accidentally kill the king. <laughs> yeah, can At this rate, I'm mounting Cork to the front of the car and just saying we got a tank. <laughs> just use him as a battering ram. He's unstoppable. Yeah. At this batting average, yeah. <laughs> Frickety dig. I'm just saying I'm wasting him now. You know, later on we're gonna need, we're gonna really need some twenties, and I'm just gonna be just like going one after one after one. Ooh. Bullshit, Linkar. I've GM'd you more than anyone. I know what your batting average is. Shut up. <laughs> Ass. Oh, I'm gonna waste all my good luck. <laughs> Alright. Hey, I did okay on those games. Not this good. <laughs> I remember it differently. So do my fans. Anyway. Uh, so does that dragon. Okay. Yeah. Um, a couple of arrows fly out of nowhere and hit the dwarf and the uh, farmer girl. Um, uh, the dwarf um, gets... Okay, he takes one like right in the square of the chest, goes right through his armor, and he just drops. Um, oh, no. The farmer is a little bit luckier. It, um, it catches her in the shoulder. Um, she's, she's still standing. Um, she doesn't look like she's had, felt that kind of pain before, though. Okay, so sit down. Just, just sit so, down. So, sit down. Garrett, you had one job. We so, both know that was not my job. So you can see from the hills there are uh, two more orcs with bows, and there's another one with a sword, and he's getting ready to charge. Did so, you just see what ours did? Are you guys stupid? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, yeah. So Mike, since you didn't get the chance to act, I'm going to let you act now. Well, okay, I, I rolled previously uh, to hide, um, which is which got a 14. So okay. unless you want me to re-roll and get a higher roll, because I have a plus 10 modifier and I'd like to <laughs> do a little better, but obviously I'm not going to push on that. But I'm just, I'm uh, going to stealth sure, and I'm going to try and... Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's going to be okay. Um, okay. Are you, what are you going to do, like fire cro your crossbow or... Do you have well, because I want to get... I have my light crossbow, but I want to get my sneak attack bonus from it, right? So I need right. to be stealth for that to work. So what I'm doing is I'm I'm literally ducking behind, not behind the cart, but behind the side of the cart and leaving it so that way I can shoot it from, a height, uh, from behind the cart and that way it'll do well. Okay. 
I believe you have to be within 60 feet to do a sneak attack. I think you are within 60 feet of them. Um, I think it's like 30 feet. Is it 30 feet? Then you're probably yeah. not close enough, but... Well, then I'm uh, going to keep stealthing through the bushes, and my okay. party will know that I'm doing this and not abandoning them. Okay, so... <laughs> okay, he so abandoning we'll, us! So no, I'm not. You'll do that, but you'll Core. forego your attack for this round, then? Yeah. Okay. Okay, so the the orc with the sword charges at the soldier um, riding the wagon. Uh, let's see, what does he do? That is probably not enough. No, um, so, yeah, he's, he swings the sword in this big overhead arc. Um, the soldier manages to get his shield up and, like, deflects it to one side. Um, takes no damage. And, uh, Cassie. Sorry, mm-hmm. Celeste. Yes. Uh, what are you gonna do? Okay, so... Looking at it right now, uh, our dwarf friend's not doing so good. Uh, no, he's uh, he's conscious, but he's uh-huh. out. Like he's um, he's like on he's on the ground. He's bleeding. Um, he, he looks like he's struggling to breathe a little bit. Okay. Uh, let's see here. I really wish this would stop doing that. Okay. No. No. If you want to hear about like three basic options, you can use a cure spell, uh, like cure like <clears throat> wounds, or you can do just cure minor wounds just to keep him um, stable and not die, uh, or you can use like a you can use just first aid to uh, oh, catch him up a little bit, and that doesn't require um, a spell slot. It's just a skill that you have. Right. Okay. Okay. Let's see here. Um. You have a couple of extra scrolls, remember, so you... Uh, oh, you know, I don't think we worked out what what <laughs> spells you prepared for today, but... Um, oh, crap, no, I forgot to do that. But <coughs> but whatever, like, um, like, clerics at the very least have the ability to spontaneously change any of their prepared spells into a cure spell, so mm-hmm. whatever it is we decide you prepared, we can make any of those a cure spell. Right, okay. Um... Uh, let's see here. Let's see. Hmm. Alright. So we're gonna go with, um, I'm gonna cast a... (laughs) I read that incorrectly. Uh, we're gonna go with a, um, Cure Minor Wounds. Okay. Just to stabilize them. Okay. So that gives him one hit point back, and he's not dying. Um, Hooray! Not dying is and, good. And uh, he's able to pull himself back up onto his feet now. Okay, so, uh, let's see. Okay, I'm just marking down that you cast that spell. <coughs> Sweet. Okay, so, uh... Korg, it is your turn again. Alrighty. Uh, do you guys think you got the uh, the swordsman well in hand over there? No. Uh... <laughs> I'm just trying to decide who my next target is. The swordsman. How is the soldier the uh, the soldier doing against him, Tom? Uh, he looks like he's doing okay. Uh, he's like deflecting all of his attacks. Um, the soldier looks quite skilled. 
Okay, then I'm going for the nearest archer. Can I actually see them? Uh, yeah, if you look on the battle grid, you can... Uh, I'm sorry, I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> yeah, it's, No, no, I mean, about, I mean, in character, can I see them? Yeah, they're, um, they're, like, on top of a hill, but it's a very small hill. Like, you can, like, they're not above your reach. Alright, then I'm gonna rush over to the nearest one and start a swinging. Okay. Let's go! Okay, so... so uh, 1d20 plus 6. Let's see, 1, 2... Yeah, uh, are you charging, or are you just, uh... Uh, regular, regu regular thing. I'll save up my charge in case I need to run back to save you guys from the swordsman. Okay, so, uh, roll... Yeah, roll your attack. So, a regular attack. Six! Ooh. Told ya. <laughs> Six altogether? That's not as ugly. Yeah. all together. Yeah. Okay, so... So, you run up, and... <laughs> and you swing at them. Uh, I guess the closest archer manages to um, to like s step over your swing because uh, he's at a slight height advantage. Mm. Um, and he's now pointing his uh, his bow at you. Okay, so <clears throat> hooray! <laughs> so okay, so he's going to um, actually <laughs> fire an arrow at you from point blank. Uh, which is a bad idea. Uh, you get a, an attack of opportunity because he's trying to attack you f with a ranged attack from right next to you. So roll another attack. All right. 18. Okay, uh, roll damage. It's 2d6 plus 4. <clears throat> uh, 12. Okay, so, um, so he tries to fire the arrow at you. Uh, you... You will like, cut like right under his arms as he's doing this, and uh, hack like upwards right into his chest, and um, a bit almost like lift him right off his feet as you chop him down. Um, he's um, he's bleeding out. He's not conscious. Really, with a sword through him. <laughs> well, he's the fantasy type. They're hardier, and he's an orc. The the orc next to him uh, fires at you. Uh, it goes like way over your head. And let's see. Okay, so Garrett, yo. Uh, what is are you it? Doing? My turn. Yes, I'm gonna shoot him turn. with a goddamn arrow. I thought okay. I'd march, march up and tell him to get off my land. No, I'm gonna shoot him from the distance like a coward. Okay, roll. <laughs> Sorry. All right. Uh, a full uh, a full twenty, not a nat one. Yeah. Okay. So that will definitely hit. Uh, roll right. your damage and add your sneak attack damage to it. All right. So that's one, just one d six, and plus the additional. So about eight. Okay. So uh, let's see. Okay, so basically it gets him right in the neck. Like cool. the side right in the side of the neck. I wanna um, reroll my stealth just so I don't I'm not out in the field dying like a human being. Uh, yeah, he totally didn't see it coming. <laughs> it, it it got him. Um He's not dead, uh, but that really <laughs> that that was like very close to piercing like his face. Uh, and he's oh. I'll get him. He's like he's bleeding out of his mouth. 
It really rustled his jimmies. <laughs> I gotta tell you what. Uh, Tom, I got a 27 to re-stealth. Uh, okay. So. So, uh, okay. Let's see here. Okay, so, um... Yeah, the orc with a sword. Now that the dwarf is up, um... He tries to hit the dwarf. Um, what was? Yeah, the dwarf basically uh, bats it away with his mace. So yeah. Uh, okay, Cassie. All right, and Celeste. All right. Um. Okay. Uh, can I can I walk up and bat him in the face with my? My, my heavy mace? You absolutely can. I'm gonna walk up and bat him in the face with my heavy mace, because okay. he's, hurt, he's hurting my friends. Okay. Well, I don't want him to hurt my friends. <laughs> what are you talking about? Fine. I'm not hurt at all. Our new friends! <laughs> yeah, well, this is a very early in the relationship. I don't think we should sell it like this. I'm not getting attached to people who are attracting a fatal case of arrow. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. They took the arrows... For you, so you should okay. thank Are them. You... Everyone <laughs> takes the arrows. From... They're taller than you. Yeah, you had one job. Do not let farmer be hit by arrows. That was never my job. I rolled a five. Oh, that's disappointing. <laughs> <laughs> well, once you add to that one, so you roll a six. Uh, okay. So, so the orc. Um, like backs away from your swing and it uh, barely uh, swings past his face. And let's see. Uh, it is Korg's turn. Alright, uh, is it possible for me to grab the remaining orc archer by the neck? Uh, yes. Um... <laughs> basically like put the sword up to him as a, in a threatening manner. And then you're going to so... pick him up and... <laughs> Use him to smack the other orc. <laughs> well, I mean the the one that who isn't stabbed. <laughs> um, I would say that uh, doing an unarmed attack provokes an attack opportunity, but he doesn't have a weapon out other than his bow, so he's kind of helpless against it. So, okay, roll your. I guess roll a grapple then. Oh, uh, jeez. Uh, how do I roll a grapple? <laughs> yeah, grapple's like the worst. Uh, let's see. See, I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to threaten him. I fear if I just try to put the sword next to him, it will. Uh, uh, it will. He'll run away. But 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 if I like. Okay. Ha- I if you're not him. doing it, if you're not doing it like in a proper mechanical grapple, you could just say you're making intimidation roll and just putting your hand on him, and then make your. And go. that's and that's it. Yeah, let's go for intimidation. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Do an intimidate roll. All right. Where can I find the intimidation stats? Uh, it's uh, under skills. It's their second tab. All right. Skills. You should have a pretty good one. I think I gave you um, uh, intimidation. Let's see. He's, a, he's the group barbarian. He should have a yeah, total five. Plus five. All right. So what do I roll for that? D twenty plus five. D twenty plus five. Yeah. Yes. Alrighty. One D twenty plus five. Six. <laughs> <laughs> he, oh boy, you are so lucky. Ones don't critically fail in in three point five. Well, it's still a failure. <laughs> yeah, but if it was a critical failure, he would have said, I love you, darling. Carry me slowly. <laughs> How would one accidentally say that? 
Um, Korg open to new possibilities. Suffice to say, he doesn't feel threatened. Uh, he, which is funny considering his friend here has a sword through his chest. Yeah, this guy's real brazen. <laughs> he actually, he actually puts down uh, his bow and whips out an axe and swings it at you. Wow, what a butt! <laughs> <laughs> wow, what a butt! <laughs> yes, that was the words that came from my mouth. Okay, so he swings it at your at your head, and you kind of lean back a little bit, and it goes over. He doesn't connect. Um, Garrett. Yo, well, I my associate and also shield wall is in peril, and it is to my advantage to aid him. So I'm going to attack and sneak attack this. Okay. So let's do that. Nineteen. Will a nineteen strike him with he's flat footed? Uh, yes. Excellent. So, let me do my sneak attack damage, which I'll do this, and I'll put the number to this, and make it a 2. 11 damage! Okay, this one uh, gets him right under the chin, goes right up uh, right up into his head and into his brain. Oh. <laughs> Is it fatal? Um, I if want not to... fatal, it will be in, like, a round. Oh, well. <laughs> Dang darn diddly-oo. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> it just like took Tom a second to register the words that came out of your mouth. I'm, I'm trying to concentrate it, on a few things, you and missed. I heard a deedly do of sorts. Admit it, Tom. You missed GMing me. <laughs> yes, I did very much. Okay, so. Uh... The dude next to you is going to try to slice you open, uh, Celeste. Oh, he rolled really badly. Oh, shit. Tom, uh, I'm, um, Tom, I'm re-stealthing, too, just because I don't want to get hurt. Okay, um, this guy you don't really have cover against, though. He's, like, uh, next to the wagon, and it's kind of open area. So uh, if you want to uh, sneak attack him, you'll have to flank him and uh, get him with melee. Tom, there's you... always under the wagon. I'm a halfling. <laughs> if you can find a way to sneak under the wagon without him seeing, then um, you can go for that. Well, presumably I'm still hiding under the wagon, so I just go backwards. And when it's time for me <laughs> to show up... I thought you said up... you were sneaking through the underbrush. <laughs> well, if the underbrush is gone, I'm under wagon now, aren't I? That is in many Look, ways... Look, he's under something! <laughs> he's it under a, stuff. It's, it's, an, it's a highly refined brush. <laughs> His name is Garrett Understuff. <laughs> In any case, it is Celeste's turn. <laughs> uh, okay, so I so I see uh, that this orc has swung at me um, and missed, and I go whoopsies, <laughs> and I <laughs> and I swing at him again. Okay, so here we go. <laughs> Uh, oops, plus one. So, 18. Does an 18 that is hit? A hit. That is nice. A hit. Uh, okay. Um, we, I don't, he doesn't, okay, so I'm gonna assume, based on what it says on, based on what it says on the sheet, okay, so it's a, it's a small, oh, wait, this isn't it. that's, I'm sorry, I didn't, uh, put that in correctly. It is 1d8 plus your strength, which is one, so. Okay, I was wondering, I was like, what size is my mace? I don't think we went over that. Okay, so yeah. 
Well, you're a human, so it would be a medium-sized weapon. This makes sense. This, it's well, no, actually, well, I'm a, I'm a half-elf. Does that, does this... That doesn't change. Half-elves still count. Like, elves are medium creatures, half-elves are, like... Half. Like, you have to be, like, either a halfling, or in the, among the generic races, you have to be either a halfling or gnome to not qualify as a medium-sized race anymore. Right. So, right. the vast majority of them are medium-sized. Okay, so 1d8. Uh-huh. Oh. Ooh, full damage. Woo! Bam. Okay, so you clock him on the side of the head and spin him around and uh, drop him face first in the dirt. <laughs> Is he still alive? Yes. Um, he doesn't have that much of a face, but he's alive. <laughs> so, okay, they're all down. I know. Well, except for mine, I'm still dealing with mine. Uh, no, um... Uh, what's... He swung uh, at me Garrett. and missed. Yeah, and then Garrett uh, shot him in the, the face. Oh, okay. I got your back, buddy. I got you, fam. Okay. <laughs> Score still 3-1. Okay, so everyone roll... Cord, what are you back. never going to be ahead of me in kills? If you are ever ahead, not ahead of me in kills, you are sick that day. You have you have come down with a cough. Everybody roll. <laughs> everybody roll. Listen. Okay. Uh, Let me double check what that uh, is on my sheet. Yeah, I was gonna say. That's a four. So I got nine on my listen check. Fourteen. Okay. Uh. <laughs> 16. Okay, so uh, Cassie, so Celeste is the first to hear. Um, there's a muffled voice uh, calling for help. Oh! I, I just had the worst joke pop into my head. It's just like, Celeste, what is your almost elvish ears here? <laughs> <laughs> what do you have of your elvish ears here? <laughs> uh, uh, uh. Guys, do you hear that? No. What's that? Somebody's calling for help. Aww. My save. It's a okay. muffled call for help. Okay, do I can I can I kind of tell where it's coming from? Uh, yeah. Why don't you reroll to see if you can? Um, now that you're really listening. Okay. Am I rolling? All of us are just her. Yes. Okay. All of you can. Okay. All right. Uh, uh twenty. Sixteen. Okay, so. It seems to be coming from one of the bodies, or more specifically, underneath one of the bodies. Okay. That's... Oh. That <laughs> narrows it. So, um, yeah, uh, it's one of oh, the... Uh, underneath one of the dead orcs, if you if you go and look, and there's actually a person underneath it. Uh, it's one of the orcs that was dead before you got here. Okay. Oh, I can't lift shit. Alright, well, I go over and try and help. This orc have child! <laughs> what? <laughs> what? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> okay, so as you try to lift the body, what? you can actually hear a voice, the voice underneath it hoarsely yell, Careful! So you carefully pull the body up, and you can see that one of the arrows that pierced the orc's shoulder has gone clean through and has gone into the man's face right next to his eye. 
Ouch. Uh, it doesn't look like a deep wound, but it's enough to bloody his face. And uh, as you pull the rest of the body off, you can also see he has a dagger, like, right into his side. Man, people in this neck of the woods are really bad at keeping themselves safe. <laughs> um, like, what'd you guys do? Take a potion of arrow calling or something? Crap. Okay. Uh, so let's do a, a heal check just to kind of assess him. Uh, Assess him. He's got no in his face. <laughs> well, not anymore. It's a natural twenty. Oh, nice. Good job. That's gonna be my 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 one nat twenty for the night. Just you watch. <laughs> there it is, right there. <laughs> okay. But uh, so, so it's why it was a thirty. <clears throat> so you know. Okay. So yeah, you you assess him very well. <laughs> I assess the crap out of this guy. <laughs> Um, so his facial injury is pretty superficial. It will heal on its own. Uh, the knife wound needs immediate attention. Okay. Um, if it can't be healed with magic or first aid, the dagger shouldn't be removed. It's kind of holding him in together right now. That's horrifying. Um, he well, also has a multiple cracked ribs, and one of his toes is likely fractured. Oh, boy. Okay. Um. Celeste, you wanted to use one of the scrolls, maybe? Uh, a scroll would be a good idea. I'm gonna use one of the scrolls. You didn't tell me what the scrolls were for. You just gave me your, like, yeah, so they're cure light wounds. Oh, they're cure light wounds. Cure, uh, yeah. cure light wounds. Okay. Yeah. Uh, sure, yeah. I would like to use one of those. Okay. So, uh, so, okay, so you pull the dagger out and heal the wound, and he, um, <clears throat> he, he starts to sit up. I'm not sure if that would be, like, a medically sound thing to advise him to do, but he seems to be doing it anyway, and he pulls right. himself onto his feet, uh, like kind of dusts himself off as if he got a little dirty, and that's <laughs> all it was. Um, I like the cut of this guy's jib. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it's cut right across his face. <laughs> wow. So he, he introduces himself as uh, Sir Major Matthew Baumgartner. That's a terrible hey, name. what up, Baumgartner? Um, Mike, People around here have weird names. One of names. our patrons. Yeah, one of our so, Patreon. Uh, <laughs> one of our Patreon names. So, um, anyway. Um, oh, is this an so, actual real person's name? Yeah. Yes. Oh, this shit, I am so sorry. <laughs> My last name is Lovehog. You can make fun of me. All, you can, it's, it's all good. <laughs> To be fair, the guy who runs Terrible Everyone Wars makes last fun of Lewis. No. So, um, so he was uh, bringing the first wagon, um, to, I guess, to save the king, and he was hit right before you guys showed up. Uh, he he he, uh, he says um, he says the uh, the king's just ahead. Um, oh I no, the, the king's the, only ahead. <laughs> So, um, his, his wagon's pretty much out of action. The horses are dead. So, uh, so he says, uh, says, can I come with you? Uh, can you squeeze me in? I, I, I think so. Ooh, hiccups. Oh my gosh. I think so. We can okay. do it. So, um, are you guys grabbing one of the orc bodies to, like, interrogate, or are you just, like... Leave? That's what I'm doing. All right, so are you, you are you going to try to revive him, or are you just, like, hurling him onto the back of the wagon and take him with you? I'm going to revive him. I don't want them um, to know how far away we are and everything, or to give us away. Okay, so, um, 
Someone's either going to need a heal check, or you're going to need, like, a cure minor wounds. Celeste! Keep them alive. We need to question this orc. Sure. <clears throat> okay, so what are you doing? Uh, I'm just going to do a heal check on him. Okay. Okay, so uh, you have a first aid kit, which gives you a plus two bonus, but it only has ten uses, so you can decide whether to use that or just use a natural thing. Okay, so you added ten, so I'm assuming you used it. Uh, 26. Okay, yeah, so he will live. Yep. Okay, so, okay, so you continue on in your wagon, uh, following a string of dead bodies, uh, the sound of battle becoming louder as you venture deep, deeper into, like, a winding path between a series of steep hills, and, uh, some of the bodies look like they've been trampled, um, and finally, you come to a very small phalanx of soldiers with tower shields clustered together, fighting off just a half dozen orcs. There's also a heavily armored orc with a heavy crossbow and a cape made of a bunch of like mismatched pelts, and he's sitting on top of a black dire wolf. Uh, the wolf is just covered in nasty-looking scars and open wounds, and his teeth are red with blood. Uh, and next to them is a half-orc wearing bones around his neck, wrists, and, and kind of a gruesome halo around his head, braided right into his hair. And wow. Dibs on Wolf Rider! <laughs> the, uh, yeah, the uh, orc uh, war chief, or whatever, just notices you coming and uh, just kind of gives you this menacing look. And that is where we are going to end today. Oh! <laughs> Thank you for so much for joining us. Uh, I've been Tom. He's an evil genius, White, and I am joined by Lewis, uh, Lewis and Kara Lovehog, who plays Korg. Cassie D20 Love Chew playing Celeste. Uh, Big Mike from D20 Live, who is playing Garrett. So thank you for joining us. Don't forget to follow us at Dice Warriors on Twitter, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Return to us on Thursday for the second chapter in these campaigns of the Blood Wall. Both the North and South campaigns released at the exact same time simultaneously. Meanwhile, we're getting ready for our sixth season on the Terrible Warriors. Can you believe it? In September, we'll be releasing our recorded episodes of our first campaign of the year, Tales from the Loop, set in an alternate 1980s we are going to play a bunch of kids getting up to no good. And if you're listening to this episode the day it comes out, and you're a Patreon supporter with access to our Discord channel, we're recording that game on Saturday the 25th at 5pm EDT. That's Toronto time. Come listen in. If you're a Patreon supporter of any amount, you can get special privileges, which give access to a virtual studio audience. It's a listen live channel where you can listen in on our room as we're playing the game. If you want to hear what the process sounds like, this is how you do it. We'll see you on Saturday for our recordings of Tales in the Loop. And return to us on Thursday for part two of the Blood Wall campaign. Until next time, thank you for listening to the Terrible Warriors.